I will be honest, death still scares me. It's still something that I wrestle with every day, but it is also this incredible reminder to me every single day that everything counts. There are no ordinary moments. Don't waste them. Make the best of every freaking day. Suck the marrow out of the bone of life and just make sure that you are living a life of awe and wonder and that you are living a life that inspires you. This is the Gutsy Health Podcast, your go-to destination for uncomplicated, practical, and affordable tools for your wellness education with Johnny Grover. Are you ready to become a self-healing champion? Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. Funny story. We are entering season three, and Gina and I have recorded this episode three times. <laughs> Third time's a charm. So I'm really excited for season three, even though technically it should be season five, because this podcast, I was going to say this episode has been going for five years. <laughs> Thank God it hasn't. Thank God it just started. But can you believe it? Like five years of podcasting, like Provo Health has been going for six years now. I can't believe it. Time just flies, guys. Like don't blink because you're going to miss things. I just can't believe how much life has been lived in six years. And for those of you who are avid listeners and have been with us from the beginning, you heard Tristan Roney, my late husband on this podcast a lot, and he was so brilliant and he brought brains to this podcast. He was like a walking, talking encyclopedia with a very, very strong mission in this world. And he was just this beautiful spark that started. I don't know if you guys can hear my baby breathing. <laughs> I can hear him breathing in the mic. But if you're wondering why is there like heavy breathing in the background, it's because my baby is sleeping on me right now. I'm wearing one of those baby carriers and I'm in full mom mode. And so bear with me season three, as we strive to bring you substance of the soul and science, but also through the lens of a mom. But back to Tristan, like he was, the podcast started with this beautiful cerebral energy where we brought science and we brought facts. And then as he was transitioning and passing away, Gina, you had some big shoes to fill and you filled them beautifully. I just want to say like, what a roller coaster of a beautiful ride not just this podcast has been, but the clinic has been, life has been. And so as Tristan was dying, you came in and you brought so much soul and so much substance. And I'm just so grateful to you and your giant heart. And if you guys have been listening to the podcast for the past three years, can you believe we've been together here Whoa. three years? Yeah. Three years? years. I'm pretty sure we recorded our You're first right. episode three years ago. Yeah, that's right. I just sent you the memory when we first recorded together mm -hmm. when I was just first a guest with you and Tristan. And I was yes. so excited to podcast with you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, you guys, because I remember pitching to Gina. I felt like it was a pitch. I'm like, hey, do you want to be my business partner in the podcast? Inviting you to do this very important and intimate thing with me, right? Like, because this podcast is just, it's so important to me. It's almost like, hey, do you want to enter in this marriage? of work. I don't even know if you're a snorer. I don't know if you sleep on the left side of the bed. I don't know if you put your dishes away immediately. Like, I don't know, but do you want to enter this marriage with me? And I remember the first episode we recorded, I was like, oh, please let us jive. Like, please let us jive. Like, please let there be synergy. And there was. <laughs> so grateful because there was no turning back, right? I'm like, well, I've already asked her, yep. you know, like, how do I fire her if I hate her? <laughs> 
because <laughs> she's my friend now. <laughs> is this the end of our friendship? Like, what's going to happen? Oh, man. It has been so special. It's so cool. It was such a blessing to come in and feel like the passion at the core of it. Like, you and Tristan didn't start a podcast. Like, you guys started a way to change the world and mm. share with people his the deep, intimate parts of yourselves and the challenge that comes with healing and grief and also like science and education. And it's such a beautiful, it feels like even though it's like speaking to people, it feels like a community here. It totally is. You know, I think as our platform has transformed, so have our listeners. And I truly feel like the caterpillar that's turned into a butterfly. When we first started out the clinic and this podcast, like we were this caterpillar, just not knowing much about life. And then we had this huge catalyst where with Tristan's death, which turned us into this cocoon. And I call it the goo phase, right? And I mean, imagine being a caterpillar, creating a cocoon and literally turning into goo. That's what happens. They, they liquefy entirely to be transformed into a butterfly. And I feel like the past two years have just been this like goo phase of what is happening, what's up, what's down. As many of you know, I have dealt with my own intense health issues. Like I became a perfect client for my clinic. You know what I mean? Like I understand what my Lyme patients are going through, what my COVID people are going through because I had all of it. Mold toxicity. My body literally crashed and burned after Tristan died and it built so much empathy. But that was like my goo phase, right? Where it's just like, okay, let's figure this out and create even more depth and more knowledge on how the body can break down because I can now use my clinical skills and my team that I surround myself with to create incredible protocols for people to heal because I actually know what it feels like now. Instead of just hearing what it feels like, I was feeling what it felt like. And so the past two years have been this insane goo phase of like emotional healing, spiritual healing, body healing, you know, getting to the other side. And I feel like we are entering our butterfly phase, you know, where it's like, ah, the heavy is not as heavy anymore. Or, and maybe it is as heavy, but we're just stronger carrying it now. You know what I mean? And now instead of it feeling like a struggle, it just, it feels like a beautiful, warm embrace. You know, I like the butterfly phase. The goo phase was hard. And the thing is like, we all go through a goo phase, right? Right. We all do, but we can't use our brains to just think our way out of it. Right. And that's what this platform is all about. I'm so grateful to Tristan because he brought the mind and he brought the science and then his death brought the soul. Right. And so I love the tagline that you've created, Gina, was where science meets soul, because healing isn't just a science step. It's a soul step. It's a heart step. It's a connection to oneself step. It's evaluating your consciousness and your subconscious and seeing what is working for you and what isn't working for you. This is like a holistic approach, right? This is the true definition of holistic approach. And when it comes to healing, you have to heal the soul too, and you have to heal the heart. And by doing that, it invites the body to be whole again and invites the body to come in alignment. So for all our listeners over the years, thank you for being with us in our caterpillar phase. Evolving with us too. Yes. It's been amazing, like from our Gutsy Academy students to just people listening to commenting on things, interacting with us on Instagram. It's been amazing to watch the people who are in our lives or somewhere 
connected in some way, saying that they have evolved with us. Right. That they're like, I'm learning right alongside you when we're learning from our guests on the podcast. And we're like, Mm -hmm. can you believe that science? It's like everyone's right there with us, listening with us and growing with us. And then as we're learning and we're growing and we're going through our goo phase and Mm -hmm. we're becoming butterflies, it's like people are like, yes, I'm working through the places that I've been stuck and my mindset around my health. And it's so cool that we all get to evolve together. Right. Like together in community. And I think healing does happen in community. If you try to isolate a cell to heal it, it doesn't like cells heal in communities and tissues and organisms and organs. You know, it's like you don't have to do it together, but it's so much more effective when you do, when you find your tribe, when you find the people to rally around you to help keep clear the path and the end goal that you want. Because sometimes when it's hard, sometimes when you're in your goo phase and you don't know which way is up, you need people around you to remind you this way's up. Don't worry. This way's up. Don't worry. You're I got on you. The path. You're on I know the- you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel right now, but you're mm-hmm. on it. Things won't always be this way. You're doing great. You just need to be where you are and rest. Yes. Yes. And I love that you said that, that you need to be where you are and rest and just trust the process. I wonder if the caterpillar in that goo phase is just like, what the hell am I doing I right now? Like this, this like, can we reverse? Can I go back? Right. But it's so important to go through that goo phase, to go through that extreme transformation and realize there is no going back, right? Like realize you just have to trust the process and move forward, but move forward gracefully and gently. And I mean this in anyone's healing. If you are on a healing path, right? If you are dealing with health issues right now, right? And you are trying to find answers and it feels hard and it feels daunting and it just feels like it's never going to end. I can't tell you how many people through the academy and the clinic have said that when they're in their goo phase and they're like, I'm never going to get better. And we have to remind them and say, hey, just wait, just wait. You're almost there. You're going to, you're going to have a conversation with yourself in 12 months and realize you are so much further along the path than you realize. And maybe the timing is longer than what you were expecting. Cause we all want things right here and now, right? But maybe the timing is different, but you're going to recognize in 12 months that as you are evolving as a human being with, you know, seeking truth and knowledge that your body is going to follow as well. And I mean, truth and knowledge that resonates from the heart, because I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. If a lack of knowledge was what was standing in between us and healing, we all would be healed by now because there's so much information out there. There's just so much. We're not lacking information. We're not lacking people sharing their knowledge, but it's figuring out how to integrate that knowledge and recognizing which wisdoms are for you, right? That's where the true healing happens. Instead of just having a health issue, walking into a doctor's office and saying, doctor, fix me. You instead, as you're learning and growing and learning to heal yourself, you walk in through a doctor's office, you hear what they have to offer you and you use your own internal wisdom and knowledge to be like, "Mm, that doesn't resonate with me. And I'm going to use my no. And I'm going to find another doctor that says something that does resonate with me. Or you walk into that office, they say something that does resonate. And you're like, great, you're on my team. You're a co-captain with me. Let's go. Right. Feel it. You can feel it. Yeah. That's what I loved so much about how our Gutsy Academy calls have transformed is it was so fun that we get so in this culture of like, I need more information. I can't trust myself. I don't know what to do. And then so many times that you would ask people, okay, how does it feel in your body? And have them answer that first. Mm -hmm. And every time they never said, I don't know. Every time they're like, oh yeah, you're right. That doesn't feel right for me. Mm -hmm. Or, oh yeah, you're right. I think that 
I do actually know it feels like this is what it is. Right. right. Try it out. See how that responds for you. And it works so well every time. Mm-hmm. I think that we can trust ourselves more than what we give ourselves credit for. Right. We really can. This is going to sound weird to even say out loud because there's no turning back time and changing what has happened. But there are parts of me that see the silver lining of Tristan's death because it forced myself and it forced this platform is just an extension of who I am. Right. And it forced me to seek the soul aspect of health and healing, the soul aspect of just living. Right. Because health isn't separate from living. Your healing journey will be with you eternally. Right. It will never end because we're constantly healing and we're constantly evolving and we're constantly growing. And so I'm grateful to Tristan. I've always said he was my biggest teacher in this life. Like our soul contract was for him to be my teacher and for him to be my partner. And through his his death, I learned so much. And I'm so grateful that he helped us bring on the soul aspect of what is now the Guts Health podcast and what is Provo Health. And I always say that he is lovingly haunting us. There's a picture of him in Provo Health in the chamber room. And I always say this is still his clinic. Like he's still behind the curtain somewhere, pulling some strings for us, bringing the right people, helping us bring the right tools and navigating things on the back end of things while we're navigating things here earthside. (laughs) (laughs) Holding down the fort earth side. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a beautiful co-creation that I feel like he's still a part of and that he has really spearheaded and sparked inspiration in those that know his story, that, that follow the podcast and that really find inspiration through our platform and through our words. And so for everyone that has been here for the past five years, or even if this is the first episode that you are listening to, I want to say thank you. And I want to say all the newbies like welcome. And I hope that you guys continue to be on this beautiful evolutionary quest, this game that we call life, right? It blows my mind that we are literally on a blue speck of dust just floating in outer space, right? And like we get to play. If death has taught me anything, it's just to live a really big epic life, to say yes to everything that you want to say yes to, to be unhindered. Is that a word? (laughs) Unhindered. Well, somebody was telling, I can't remember the name of the book, but someone was telling me about this book. I wish I could remember off the top of my head, but he was telling me about this book where they say that the gift of humanity is that we evolve our consciousness Mm -hmm. where no other species on the planet does that. We're the only ones that we look at history, we learn, we evolve, we pass it down to future generations so that our lives can be better. We can have more love, we can experience more joy, and we can actually actively learn and evolve our consciousness. And that's like the gift of being human. Isn't that beautiful? So beautiful. That we are, we're humans floating on the speck of dust in outer space and we get to learn and we get to grow and we get to evolve by ourselves and in community. One of these things that have really stuck to me, I think about it daily, like this lives rent free in my brain every day. And it was this reel that I think you sent me or someone sent me. And she says in this reel that in a hundred years time, no one's going to know you. No one's going to know your name. No one's going to know what your interests were. No one's going to know what you did for work. No one's going to care about the car payment that you had, the house that you bought, the places that you went. No one's going to care about your Instagram handle. You will be be gone from the world in about a hundred years. Maybe some great grandchildren will remember your name. Maybe some great, great grandchildren will have heard stories about you. Maybe we don't know, but what is guaranteed is that we will most likely be completely eradicated from this planet. Everything that we did 
will be gone. But the imprint that we will have will be the conversations that we had with each other, will be what we taught our children, will be what we sparked in each other's hearts and souls that created inspiration, that created new ideas, that created pathways of healing and becoming our the best version of our higher selves, right? And so that's what this podcast is all about. And that's what these conversations are all about, right? It's not about telling you about the next person's book that they wrote and the next diet. Those are all details of, you know, the science, right? And the science will always be there. The science will always prove itself over and over and over again. Science has its own voice and science will carry itself on throughout existence. But what we as the human species, as this consciousness can gift ourselves and the future generations that come after us are these conversations of the heart. These like these heart frequencies, these heart vibrations, right? If we can inspire you to heal, then you can inspire those around you to heal themselves. You can inspire your children to heal or your spouse to heal or any family or friends to heal, right? And that healing won't have a name. It won't have the name of Gutsy Health Podcast. It won't have the name of Jenny Grover or Gina Warfel. It'll just be a vibrational frequency that continues through you and continues through those around you. And hopefully we'll continue through your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren. And that is the mark that I want to leave, not from ego, not from anything, just because I want the human species and I want this world to be a better place. I want it to be better and continue to be better as we leave because we are only here for such a small glimmer of time. So what are we doing? What are we doing with that time? Are we living a life of quiet desperation or are we living a life of awe and wonder? It reminds me of what you always say, what the mark that Tristan really left on the world was the secret to life is childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. And what if we found all the places in our lives like where we have friction and we came at it through that lens of like, this is so interesting. My body is experiencing this or this is so interesting that I'm not feeling well emotionally or physically or spiritually that there's some place of friction. I wonder if I continue to like bring this beautiful wonder to that place. I wonder what I could discover and how I could evolve and what resources will come to me or what people will come to me. I love that he left that with us. Right. And it's interesting because you shared Raj's story and do you mind sharing it again? <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Raj, we love you if you hear this. Yeah. I know you'll yeah, be okay. Share your story. Yeah. But you shared a story that Raj shared with you about where science meets soul. And I think we need to bring in a realm or a world where we are always considering science and soul together. And they're just as important because the soul piece is what's missing in our healing journeys. Right. And so will you share what Raj shared with you about like the convention that he was at or something? He was at a biohacking conference and he was like, man, there were some really big name, brilliant people there. And they could all speak to their dietitians or CGM companies, their biohackers, scientists, researchers, all these people who were wanting to change the world. He's like, none of them could connect to the soul piece of like the heart and soul of why do we struggle? Mm -hmm. And there was like this scientific fact surface level that just couldn't quite connect. And what an opportunity we have with people here with Gutsy and the people that we meet and the people that we talk to and connect with to bring in a a soul piece that I think reaches people at such a deeper level. And I think also invites like faster healing, 
right? right? Because you it's like, that's the piece that's missing. Mm-hmm. No one's addressing. Right. And it's probably what got us sick in the first place. Right. I always think like our bodies are the most divinely intelligent things on this planet, right? We didn't grow our bodies. Our bodies grew themselves, right? They have this wisdom and intelligence that we are just barely scratching the surface of, and we probably won't ever fully understand in this lifetime. I think all the time when I was pregnant with Theo, I wasn't sitting there being like, okay, cells replicate. All right, DNA, do transcription in the ribosomes. I think that's correct. Yeah. Is that correct? <laughs> Let's go with that. I don't know. I don't remember. You know, like I'm not thinking that it's just doing it because it has its own wisdom and its own divine intelligence to create life. Right. And so who am I? I'm just the soul that sits in this body and experiences life, right? And so the wisdom of the body is when we aren't in alignment with ourselves and our lives and the world around us. I think the wisdom of the body is to start to break down, to give us signals that something is not right here. And that's its way of communicating with us. It's like, hey, you're being disrespected here, or you're not being respectful of yourself or your energy. You're not being respectful of your needs and your wants. Like you are being negative every single day and it doesn't feel good. And even though you're not conscious of it, I'm going to physically manifest that to you until you are conscious of it. Right. And so I think the reason why we fall short so often in our healing journeys is not because we haven't gotten the right answers, but it's because we're looking in the wrong place. Right. And we're looking for the answers first from a cerebral place of like the perfect diet and the perfect supplements and the perfect doctor and the perfect this and the and everything that's external. But what we actually really need to do is look intrinsically, look internally and say, OK, where was the misalignment? Where did it start? I love this question that I got in one of my classes because many of you know that I got Graves' disease when I had my first son, Tennyson. And she asked me, because she had Graves' disease, she's like, weren't you so angry at your body for just breaking down on you? And my answer was no, because my body had been doing so much for me for so long and I neglected it so much. And so it had to break down to get my awareness to where I was neglecting myself and abusing myself and not taking care of myself. And so even though it was telling me all along the way, I just completely ignored it. It needed to break down entirely in order to get my attention. And so my body actually did something extremely loving for me. It had to break down in order for me to do a 180 and completely transform my life to a better life, to a more evolved life, to more conscious life, to more gentle life, a more soft life, because everything was so hard and everything was so stressful and everything was so abusive. Right. right? And, and I'm not talking about like physical abuse, but just me not taking care of myself, taking care of everyone around me, thinking I had to shoulder everything by myself. Right. I was so unkind to myself because I just thought I had to do a million things at once and then have a baby and still do all a million things at once. Yeah. And my body was like, no, we can't do that anymore. It allowed you to evolve. Right. A hundred percent. I evolved like yeah. illness. You like was received the best. a badge from the universe of like, yeah. great. You learned the lesson <laughs> of like self-care. Ding. Good job. But I would have never learned that if it right. wasn't you for Graves disease. Graves disease was one of the best teachers for me, mm-hmm. you know, and even with Tristan's cancer and death, you know, two things that I'm still really scared of, but they have been the biggest teachers in this world. Right. And if we can have a paradigm shift around things that are hard and realize like this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. What is the lesson here? Then we attain healing. 
right? Because that is when the body says, you've got it. This is how we create alignment again, right? Not through the doctor, not through the diet, not through this. It's you recognizing what we need and what we have neglected for so long. And that is where science meets soul. And so that is what this podcast is all about. That is what this platform is all about. That is what I think Tristan's spark in this world was all about. It was us figuring that out and then sharing it with the world so that we can call in a higher consciousness in the world of health and healing. Yeah. You were really with Tristan firsthand all the time. You were there from the start of the journey to the very, very end of it. Is there anything else that a lesson that you experienced from that? from death, from grieving, from finding out that there's a diagnosis. Was there any lesson that you experienced or you think that Tristan experienced that you would want people to know? Yes. Oh my gosh, we could do a whole podcast on this, but I mentioned it earlier, but you really don't have time. Life, when it happens, it happens fast. So what are we doing? Are you living a life that you feel inspired by every day? And if you're not, why not? Why do you feel like you have all the time in the world? You don't. And I don't mean that to scare people, but I mean that to wake you up, to realize that self-loathing isn't going to make your life better, right? That was one thing that Tristan said. He's like, I wish I learned to love myself more. He's like, I realize now, like that is one of the most important things. And so why are we not living a life of awe and wonder? What is in the way of that? Why do we feel like we have forever? Because we don't. And so I think I will be honest, like death still scares me. It's still something that I wrestle with every day, but it is also this incredible reminder to me every single day that everything counts. There are no ordinary moments. Don't waste them. Right. And so I think it has made my priorities extremely clear and my priorities are my kids. I've realized through going through my goo phase, you know, losing Tristan, that the most important thing to me are my children and watching them do life and being with them and trying to connect with them and just see them self-express in this world, right? Like there is nothing that lights my soul on fire and my heart on fire more than being around my children. And, you know, it's funny because people might think that I am living the dream of like, oh, the clinic and the podcast and, and those, you guys, those things are so wonderful and I love them. But at the end of the day, it's not where this is stuff that can end and will end someday. This is humanness and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And every, like I said, everything has a timeline. And so the Gutsy Health podcast might be obsolete in a few years. I do not know. But what I do know is that my children are my heart and my soul and how they live their lives and how I can influence their lives. It's what it truly means to be alive for me. And so my title of mom is the most important title on the face of the planet. When we started the Provo Health Clinic, I'll be honest, I lost many years with my children because I was so busy trying to build this clinic and trying to build the podcast and trying to take care of Tristan that I lost so much and I can't get that time back. I wish I could. I wish I could go back and just really enjoy every moment of like Satori being young and Tennyson being young and just playing with them more outside and having those moments and those connections and being a very present mom. 
I wasn't very present. And unfortunately, my children had to hold space for me as we were going through some really hard and heavy things. They're literally my heroes. But I now get to make up for that. I now, because I recognize how important these moments are with our families, with our loved ones, don't ever let a day go by where you don't tell them how much you love them, where you don't tell them how important they are to you, where you don't tell them how proud you are to be their mom or their dad or their sibling or whoever it is that you want to express life with because they're so important to you. Don't let moments go by where you don't tell them how much they mean to you because the days will end where you get that honor to do that, right? So really just make the best of every freaking day. Like suck the marrow out of life, out of the bone of life. And just make sure that you are living a life of awe and wonder and that you are living a life that inspires you, you know? And so that's what this podcast is about. It's about inspiration. Do you feel inspired every day as you listen, as you obtain knowledge, as you find if what we're sharing resonates with you? Does it resonate? Does it inspire you? Does it draw you closer to your true self? Because if not, then find another platform. Find something that does, that does inspire you. Do things that do inspire you. Be around people that inspire you. Because when you're not, when your energy is being drained, when you're doing things that feel monotonous and hard and heavy, it's probably a sign that you need to have a hard conversation with yourself and be like, okay, why is this so hard? Why is this so heavy? How can I change my world or what needs to change in order for me to feel in alignment with myself again. I remember there, I heard this quote by Dr. Dan Engel and he said, he quoted Winston Churchill saying, never waste a good crisis. Mm, Oh my God. I love that. That a crisis is an invitation to live differently. That's incredible. Right. And And true. Yeah. It's like in our deepest, darkest moments of crisis, whether it's mentally and depression and sadness that our life has maybe gotten off track or our physical health or our bodies have gotten off track that like, do not waste this crisis. Your Mm -hmm. crisis is an invitation to live differently. Wow. And hard. It's hard to hear that when you're in the crisis, right? It is because it's going to take a lot. It might be really uncomfortable to get out of it. Just like you said, when you're in that place, that might mean that you have hard conversations with people Mm -hmm. around things that aren't working. You might might start setting boundaries and that Mm -hmm. upsets people. Things might shift and change and it might stir things up. Right. There's an opportunity there. Never waste a good goo phase, right? (laughs) (laughs) Don't stay stuck in the cocoon forever just because Mm -mm. it is comfortable, safer. Right. That cocoon phase is teaching you about you. It's teaching you how it's telling you that in order to transform into the butterfly, some things need to change and change rapidly, right? Or drastically, not even rapidly. And so never waste a good crisis. I love that. Crisis is an invitation to live differently. You guys, I hope that in season three, as you guys continue to evolve and change and grow and inspire yourselves, we hope that we continue to serve you in a way that not only hits science, but hits soul and hits heart and hits all the things that inspire you to live your best life because life is too short. It's too short. It's too precious. 
Like there's so much good in the world and to not be a part of that would be a very, very tragic thing indeed. And so I hope that as you continue to heal and learn and grow and find realignment within yourself again, that you get to live the life that you were designed to live. Gina, anything you want to end this podcast with? I think that that's the deepest thing that I've learned from both you and Tristan is that like, don't waste time. Just go after everything that you want, everything you desire, love deeper, have the hard conversations, keep learning, keep growing, keep pushing your edges. Like don't let fear keep you stuck. And I hope that, you know, whoever, anybody listening, if you're in that place where you're ready to you know, make the leap for yourself into making some changes, like you'll have the courage to. Absolutely. You guys, Let's get ready for season three of the Guts Health Podcast. (laughs) It really should be season five, (laughs) but you know what? I had a lot going on. So season two turned into like three years (laughs) and that's okay. You guys, thanks for being here through the ups and downs. Thanks for being patient as I go through my goof phase. Thanks for being patient as I am a mom trying to run a business. People often think I'm a businesswoman with the mom on the side. I'm like, no, I'm full-time mom, part-time business now. I've finally gotten my priorities straight. I'm never going to have them mixed ever again. And so thank you for being patient. As I serve my children first and my community second, it means the world to me that and to us that you guys continue your healing journeys and we are a small part of it. And so thank you from the bottom of my heart, from my full heart, Thank you. And we'll catch you next week on the Guts Health Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast.